Blog Talk Radio. It's the Jenny Hatt Show at Blogging Mothers Magazine. My special t- guest today is Marin Leister of Indie Birth. Marin, are you there? I'm here. Thanks for having me, Jenny. Oh, it's wonderful to hear your voice. And I read your birth story for the first time last week. And as soon as I read it, I thought I would love to talk to this woman and find out more information. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Indie Birth? Sure. Um, Indie Birth is an online community, IndieBirth.com, and we specialize in education and support for moms having home births, unassisted births, and actually women trying to make any choice in pregnancy. Uh, we have tons of resources on the site for free, so tons of podcasts and videos and blog posts. Uh, we offer free 20-minute consultations for anybody that's pregnant or going to become pregnant. And then we have um, online classes as well, so a series of birth classes and sometimes special events. So we try hard to just keep up with lots of stuff and get information out there to as many women as possible about the way birth works. Fabulous. Well, the thing that touched me the most about Everwild's birth story, and this is your seventh baby born at home recently, unassisted, is when you talked about the multi-generational healing that took place between you, your mother, and your oldest daughter, do you think you could give us a little bit more details uh, about what happened? Sure. Well, first of all, um, as somebody that works in birth, you know, as a midwife, I do firmly believe that our cells remember our birth experiences, so our very own birth experiences. And my own personal birth as a baby myself was preterm. I was born at about 34 weeks after my mom's water broke in a pretty swift labor. And then, of course, because it was so early and because this was almost 37 years ago, I spent a good deal of time in the NICU. Um, And then fast forwarded to, you know, 25 years later when I was having my first baby in the hospital. I hadn't yet learned of home birth or unassisted birth. And although she wasn't born quite as early, the story was pretty much the same. Uh, The water broke at 37 weeks, and it was early enough for her to be taken from me for a little bit of time at least. So I knew that. I mean, that's been my my story for the past, she's 11 now, 11 years. And I've gone on to have some really amazing births at home and and an unassisted birth as well before this one. Um, So I hadn't thought much of it until Everwild's birth. And um, although she wasn't born early at all, she was actually past my due date, my water broke in kind of a similar way. And it took me down this emotional path of labor and kind of reliving my past birth experiences, um, my own and my daughter's. And it just wasn't something I expected, frankly. You know, with a seventh baby, I thought, oh, this this won't be so bad. This will be a piece of cake. Um, I had had pretty straightforward labor and births you know, besides now, but it really gave me an opportunity to delve deeper into this generational pattern that we can have in our birth. And again, I see this in women all the time, but it just wasn't something I had myself experienced. Well, it really reminded me of something that one of my heroes and mentors, Janine Smarty-Baker, wrote in one of her books. She kind of had the same expectation for her sixth birth that it was just going to be really straightforward and no problem and unassisted, and that's what she was visualizing. And then she said that birth just literally turned her inside out emotionally and spiritually. Yeah. 
And, yeah. I, you know, I had a similar experience with my last birth because my, my water broke three days before he was born. And so I had this three-day walk of literally trying to decide, and it was my husband too, trying to decide if what we were doing served our child or would we cave to the pressure, societal pressure and legal pressure to go and submit ourselves to the care of medical people because, of course, their rules of engagement would never allow for a three-day water break situation. Right. You, you scoot on over to the hospital and let them, you know, take the baby. And right. so um, I, I really, this message that you had during her story resonated with me because it was so familiar. And, yeah. and, and you know, I think a message I would like to send out to those women who are having home births, who've had several children, no big deal, everything's fine, that when you have something like this present, it's an opportunity for you to heal and reach in and back through the generations to perhaps even do some healing of your mothers who came before. Did you have that sense? Right. As, as well, I, I mean, I didn't initially. I think I was, you know, not – I hadn't accessed that part of myself yet, and I was sort of feeling sorry for myself. Oh, you know, why is it going this way? And this isn't the way I wanted it to go. And it was quite difficult. It was my most difficult labor. I mean, for the day before she was actually born, it was not me just sitting around with open waters. It was intense contractions. So, you know, once I got over feeling sorry for myself and talked to some midwife mentors that, you know, understand these things and know me pretty well, then I kind of hit it because I just sat there and cried. And I realized, what am I, what am I afraid of? You know, what's really going on here? And the emotional flood that came back into my body, you know, whether it was literally memories from my own birth, um, it was most obviously memories from my daughter's birth because I sat there and I sobbed and I was so afraid of the same thing happening. So in other words, me submitting to the pressure of waters being open and needing to be induced or, you know, be in the hospital. And then, of course, the worst case scenario of somehow that meaning that the baby would need to be taken. Um, it's It was overwhelming. And, and sitting there crying in the midst of it, that's when it became clear, oh, I'm being given this chance, you know, to feel this again and to do it a different way and to allow ever to come through in peace and joy and not the feelings that came with, you know, some of the other feelings that came with the other birth. Right. And, you know, I'm thinking about your oldest daughter who's on the brink of womanhood. She's 11 and getting ready to, to start this down this path of being a mother herself and how powerful for you to take on the task of healing this on some level, it may not be completely healed, but on some level, tapping into that and saying, okay, I am going to mourn what was lost and being properly bonded to my own mother. I'm going to mourn what was lost with this oldest daughter, and it's okay. And here's this labor that gives you the space to do that, the quiet and the, okay, life is closed down. This is more important. I'm going to focus on this. That's what struck me about your birth story. And, and I love unassisted births for this very reason, because it provides so many opportunities for healing. Well, that's the thing. You know, someone asked me the other day, or I think it was on Facebook, someone was saying, you know, why not midwife-assisted birth? And and that's, that's my newest um, reason, I guess, for myself, you know, having an unassisted birth despite being a midwife, is I never would have been able to access that healing 
with an attendant. And that's just the truth for me. It may not be for everybody, but I am so grateful to have been in the situation where, yes, I could pick up the phone and call people if I needed to, but I had to do it. I had to sit in my room and I had to cry and I had to figure it out. And, you know, my daughter, I said in the story, came into the room and hugged me and and wrote on the wall in marker, you can do it. She was so sure. I mean, even now it makes me cry. She was so sure I could do it when I sat there and said, I don't know. I don't know if I can walk this way again and have a different outcome. Um, So it was a family event, and and she was able to watch her sister be born and take pictures. And I think even without words, that alone was healing for her, too. No question. No question. You know, people always ask me why I'm assisted as well. And I lived in Colorado. I'm now in Utah, but I lived in Colorado for my last two births. And the midwife rules of engagement are very strict. If a woman hits 42 weeks, she has to have her care transferred over to an obstetrician. If the water breaks within 24 hours, she has to be handed over to an obstetrician. But because I had taken personal responsibility when that water broke at 42 weeks and three days, um, it was almost like my son was just thumbing his nose at the law. Right. Just saying, you know, Mom, I am going to be born when I am ready. And I had a very similar emotional and spiritual battle during those three days. And it was yeah. really it was really a good time for my husband. We were homeschooling. Those three days were very quiet. He had taken the week off work. And we just kind of kept looking at each other and praying. And should we go to the hospital? How serious is this? We'd never had a, a labor begin with the water break. Right, right. And you go one day, and then you go two days, and it's just like, okay, everybody else thinks this is scary. How scary is it? You know, and then the fear of the prolapsed cord and, you know, just all those fears flood into your mind. And we had a decision to make. And the decision was ultimately, no, we're going to own this. We're going to stay home and we're going to trust that this baby's going to be born perfectly. And for us, you know, it was a miracle. He was. And and it was the most amazing night of our life. And um, it's, it's why your story really resonated with me. Our time is up. Do you have any final message, uh, words of encouragement you could offer to anyone out there? Just that we were made to do it. We were made to birth babies. You know, normal, healthy women don't need a lot of help. Of during birth can be great. Education can be great. But really, it's just digging inside of ourselves to access what we already know. Thank you, Marin Leister. Any contact information you want to share with my listeners? Just uh, the Indie Birth website, just www.indiebirth.com, and that's I-N-D-I-E, birth.com. Thanks so much, Jenny. This was awesome. Thank you. This is Jenny Hatch at Blogging Mothers Magazine Radio. You can find me on the Internet at JennyHatch.com. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Y'all have a great day.